When it comes to reviewing your finances, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. It's something few people ever do, but if you never review your mortgage, you'll never know if there might be a better option. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, be sure to talk to us and see if switching could make a difference. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Castology. Good evening and welcome to Castology. It's I say mor- evening. It's morning, Patrick. Well, it's evening here. But Could it's be morning. morning wherever you are, <laughs> listener. Dear <laughs> listener, I don't know what time of the day it is wherever you are. That's irrelevant to me. <laughs> what is relevant to me <laughs> is reviewing podcasts. You. <laughs> You're here to listen to me. <laughs> is reviewing podcasts with my beautiful hosts. Oh, Elizabeth Best. Thank you, Patrick. Zancy Weber. And uh, we're going to do what we usually do on this damn show, aren't we? Which is what? We're going to take the podcasts that we recommended to each other from last week and we're going to review them. For each other and for you, dear listener. God, I love it when Patrick leads. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what the hell is going to happen. And then we're going to uh, recommend some things for the following week. It's a similar format, to, a simple format to follow rather. You'll catch on if you haven't caught on already. If you're new to the podcast, the way that we title these episodes is based around the Future recommendations? What we're recommending, or, okay, yeah. yeah. So, that so we it can start get a little off, bit confusing for people. We start off with reviewing the episodes that we recommended last week and then this week we'll be recommending the episodes that are in the title. But, you know, if you want to know a little bit more about the actual – because we do the reviews this time mm. and if you want more context of what the show is and the format and everything like that – Listen to last week's and then the one before that and then the one before that until yeah. you're back yeah. at the start. It's, it's, a, just it's a sort of a podcast. fun way for us to trick you into listening to our entire library. <laughs> yes, trick. Not, you know, for reader, listener enjoyment. It's, it's we're, we're all about deception here at Castology. So. See, we're going into this much depth because when I was talking to my mum who just started listening to my yes, podcast. You Hi, mum. I thought I should bring She's it up. still listening. I'm very excited. Um, but she, she told me that she was a bit confused She's like, I went to listen to this and it wasn't about that. I'm like, oh, you don't listen often then because (laughs) the title of the episode is what we recommend halfway through. Yeah. It's very simple, everybody. Yeah. But don't worry. We understand. (laughs) (laughs) So, shall we review? Yeah. Well, why don't we uh, start off with yours, Liz? What did I recommend last week? You recommended Teacher's Pet for I us. did. Oh, how could I forget? The big one. The, the big, big one, one. The one that the world became pretty obsessed with. Um, As most of your podcasts have been. Yeah, thanks. Are you saying that I only pick stuff that's already cool? No, I'm saying you pick good stuff. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, thanks. and this was no exception. Oh, good. Thank- I really I'm- enjoyed this one. Good. How many apps did you listen to? Uh, two. Right, and do you plan on listening I to I do. More? I want to see – well – now that the case is actually sort of unfolding before my very eyes, not that I watch the news. You shall. You I shall. might actually, yeah. Well, I get my news from podcasts, mm. so this seems like the perfect <laughs> place for me yeah. to follow the case. Yeah. So well produced, so well presented. And just obviously the content is 
incredibly interesting and engaging and like fucking oath he did it. He so did it. <laughs> He's so he guilty. So did it. But let's not say that too often because otherwise it's going to be prejudiced. Yeah. Well, I was re- I read an article, yeah, that perhaps this podcast may have jeopardized the case a little. But I don't know how much that was. It also brought it back into conjecture. the public eye, so it's well, that's such what a I fine. Thought. And then I was like, well, hang on, surely they wouldn't be talking about it if this podcast didn't exist. They wouldn't but have then apparently the they case. had already reopened the case and then the podcast happened, so I wasn't sure There's who to some believe. Some of the stuff that the podcast reports on in its later episodes that the police have used as evidence, mm. well, but because it's been reported it's on first, yeah, all scary. those articles wouldn't exist. Like no one would yeah, it's really be following this cold other case. Other people to come forward, yeah, yes. with information, etc. Yes. So it's always very worrying with big thing. cases like this about whether you're going to whether trying to putting pressure to reopen the case is going to prejudice because too many people will find out about it. But I think it can only be a good thing. To a yeah. point, ultimately, I think. Well, it's it's, a good it's investigative journalism. Like it's been around for for decades now. Like this always happens. God, I love it so much that investigative journalists can have a platform again. Because mm-hmm. newspapers, they used to be able to sit there for three months and research a story and only put it out like one big story every three months. But twenty four hour news cycle, newsrooms are shrinking. Don't this, have time. This outlet is magnificent and it makes me so happy about the future of my chosen craft. Particularly because it is making money. Yes. Which is what will support it as an industry. And making news. It's Mm. making news. Like it's funny, it's investigative journalists that are making news for the news to report about and that was the whole reason investigative journalism started in the first place is because they wanted to uncover massive stories that then had legs. Yeah. So, you know, now that it's becoming worldwide phenomenon, you would never see this many people reading a newspaper about a particular story. Nope. What do you think? Well, I've I'd listened to it before, mm-hmm. of course. Um, is as homework for another podcast that I'm a part of, Murder in the Land of Oz. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was nothing new to me. I really just agree with you. Like you said last week, that if they do get a little bit editorial at mm. some points, and I'm like, this is the problem I have with these big uh, true crime podcasts: is that they do they do have an agenda. Other it's usually than on the cases that haven't been yes, finalised yet. Yeah. So they're trying to push for a particular resolution. Yeah. And, like, as a person, you totally understand why. And listening to this, like, you get it, you buy into it. But ideally, this format would be a little, tend a little bit towards the more journalistic rather than the entertainment. Yeah. But still. I enjoyed the entertainment aspect. Of course. Mm. And that's what it's there for. (laughs) Patrick, thank you. (laughs) Um, No, I see what you're saying. It's, it's a great podcast. It's, um, I, you, if you haven't listened to it, listen to it, you will probably enjoy it. And the best thing about it is that because the news story is unfolding, you can finish the podcast, you can Google that shit and start doing your own research. That's what I did. And especially if you're Australian because this, like Liz said last week, reveals a lot of stuff about the schools back then. Oh, my God. That you might want to know and get angry about. And how how systemic Because he doesn't like getting angry. Yeah, like, yeah. Look, it just made I was gobsmacked at the at how widespread and how accepted it was. People were just like, "Oh yeah, that teaches off with so and so in the closet." Well, they just That's regarded it as perks. Yeah, perks it was, of the job. Oh, sleeping oh. with the seniors. Far out, far out, and I, I just keep thinking of Pauline in the situation. Like mm. she's gone now. Obviously, we don't. I mean, she's in a cult. Apparently, um, <laughs> she's 
buried under the swimming pool. But anyway, um, the, the, what she endured with her husband being so ridiculously flirty and overt with a 16-year-old yeah. at the time and poor Joanne, the 16-year-old, like she's in her 50s now? Yes. Um, yeah. And she, like, she was obviously, you know, you're listening to the podcast going, oh, that little whatever, but she was utterly groomed by this and man. She's a, she was a child. She's, mm. She was a yeah. child who was asked to then look after his children and for some reason, who knows, didn't want to be a mum at 16 to <laughs> someone else's fucking kids. Anyway. I loved it. I'm glad you guys dug it too. Are you yeah. going to be finishing it off, Patrick? I think I will, yeah. Nice. So that's as good as a subscription as far as Almost. I'm concerned. Almost. Actually, a subscription. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just call it a subscription. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's break that barrier. <laughs> All right. Well, you're leading. What should we do next, Patrick? Well, let's go with Zane's. Off book. Yeah. How'd you enjoy it? I feel personally attacked that you didn't recommend the Paul F. Tompkins episode to me first. <laughs> Please. I scrolled down right and I look for Sham Wow 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 and right below it is Paul F. Tompkins guest starring and I was like, that mother... Liz, I knew you would listen to it anyway. <laughs> I did. Yes, of course I listened you did. to both Sham Wow Wow Wow, which was the much funnier storyline, so <laughs> well done for recommending that. And I listened to the Paul F. Tompkins one. I don't even remember what it was about. Was it the one where they were in France and they were all little and they were like surgeons no, or something? No, it was when they were, they were children and it was, they were saying that the, the parents should just tell them that they're shit at things rather than they're good at yes. things. It's called Shrugging <laughs> Destiny, I think. And so the kids were just like, the parents were just like, no, nope, you shit at this, you're terrible. By the way, I'm going to drive home and see you later, kid. You can, there's no room for you in my car because you're an underachiever. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, the Sham Wow 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 story is about a girl with a dream to <laughs> sell Sham Wows. <laughs> and I can't, I lost count of the amount of times that I was like laugh crying. Um, and I have a feeling that this is going to be very hit and miss as Impro is yeah. want to be. But mm. the episode you recommended to me was very funny and very clever and. I love how they keep forgetting what their characters' names were and just the random stuff like that. I, you know, it stressed me out because I'm like, I could not think of this. And I wonder whether they have like set song rhythms and styles. Well, that they, they are. Then add words it is. To. They do have the same pianist the whole time. Yeah. So obviously, like, he'll have a style and he'll pick up on cues. Like, yeah. you do rehearse improv. Yes. Uh, so you do have, like, formats that you kind of fall into. But, yeah, they, having said that, they also have a certain number of names that they, like, fall back on, like, Brenda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't? God damn it, Brenda. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it is – there is – it is a rehearsal process and usually it's the guest or guests that kind of – how well they fit into that format and yeah. play along that makes the the episode or breaks um, the episode. I always found it quite funny when they'd get to the end of a phrase and they'd hit a harmony and it was wrong and then they just tune yeah. it up until it was right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were those the only two episodes you listened to? So far. Well, then I can definitely recommend the episode that Zane recommended to me, which is <laughs> everything is prozactly what you need. <laughs> Look, the pun alone is reason enough. Oh, it gets better than the pun. Because <laughs> like, half, oh, because they, do they typically name it halfway through? Because yes. that's what they yeah. did in this. Yeah. They usually name it right before the act break. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, yeah, once they named it, and it all sort of fell together, and yeah. I was like, "This is marvelous." <laughs> yeah, no, who, it was it was terribly funny. Who was your guest? Andy Daly, I think his name was. Who, who I don't, yeah, you know, I don't know who who it is. In my head, as I read it, I was thinking that's the guy who used to offside Conan, but that's Andy. Um, that's a different Andy. <laughs> yeah, well, because then when Andy Daly, I was like, no, that's isn't the guy who does uh, the anyway. The Andy Daly was great, hours, Andy. Yeah. Uh, Haley, isn't it? Eastbound and Down. Oh, oh I think I know, I know who show. that is. Yeah, yeah, I know who that guy is. Yes, yeah. I know exactly who that guy is now. Well, he was great, and yeah. the show was great, and everything yeah. was hilarious, and I was thoroughly impressed at their improvisational abilities. Did it make you jealous? Because it made me hella yeah, jealous. Yeah, because we did improv rehearsal last night. <laughs> I know. We couldn't pro- with varying not. degrees of success. Yeah, we probably can't do that. My story, the the sentence at a time story, got. Uh, we were just drunk all the time in the sentence at a time. It was not good. Ours got really ours, philosophical. Ours was going somewhere and we didn't quite get there. Yeah. And then... But basically there was a man on a hill <laughs> and he had a very successful crop and some of the townsfolk <laughs> thought that his crop was perhaps too successful. <laughs> So they got together. <laughs> so, listeners, this is a story. At like each person delivers one <laughs> sentence at a time. The story that I was doing tried to sound profound, and it just ended up sounding wanky. I had a story about a girl who was in love with the sea, but the sea did not love her back. <laughs> <laughs> and so she I don't know drowned. How I got there? No, the sea gave her a hug. <laughs> and she drowned. No, because she was on the sand, and the sea surrounded her like a wall. I don't know how it happened. Or a prison. <laughs> okay. That, en- oh, enough. that's where you could take it because I'd like to take this story somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> en- enough weird improv tales. Okay. Yeah, guys, we're actors. We do weird <laughs> shit in our spare time. So, yeah, yes, so- off book, I'm subscribing. It's wonderful. Patrick. I'm not subscribing. Oh. As if you're not. Come I don't on. listen to podcasts for fun, okay? <laughs> I've told you this. And yet you're so I listen to, to them to fill my head with useless information. But don't you sometimes go, you know what I'd like in my life? Fucking fun. You know what I do if I want to have fun and listen to a podcast is I'll play a video game and listen to a podcast. So I've got one avenue of fun already in front of me. Okay. (laughs) Will you listen to more episodes of this if they were curated for you and you didn't have to have them clogging up? Oh, yeah, send me the Paul for Tomp. (laughs) Episode one. Paul for Tompkins. Episode one. That's one of them. Yeah, that's one of them. He's been on there multiples of times. Because Send me this the second is, one. Like, I'm surprised that Paul Fatomp didn't create this. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he it's very yeah. spontaneation with songs. Yeah. <laughs> also, the thrilling adventure hour. Like yes. Paul F. Tompkins was always the one that would start singing. Please bring yeah. thrilling adventure hour back now. I love it. I miss it. I will try my hardest. Yes. All right. Well, that's 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 off book. The last one is unregistered podcast. That's correct. Tell me. Tell, tell you, tell you. I enjoyed it. Um, the episode that I listened to um, was very interesting. Um, it was with a girl whose name I've forgotten, but she. Katie Herzog? No, it was Laura, Lydia. It's Lily Forrester? It's an ounce. Dude, I'm not going to remember. I don't research stuff. <laughs> what are you doing to me? Basically, she wrote a paper at university about um, how. Feminism, no, how the way that people report sexual assault takes the agency away from women. And so even women who 100% would stand up and say, no, that wasn't, I was not sexually assaulted because of the overbearing, you know, if you're 
too drunk, uh, if you if you're a little bit drunk, or if you're not a hundred percent yes, or if you, um, this all sounds like I'm being an apologist, but that's not what it is. It was it was, you know, if if people wanted to have sex but then didn't like a particular part of it, and th- but then still wanted to have the sex, that was considered assault. And so yeah. she wrote a paper against that, and people at the university literally marched against her like there was a march against that and at first my you know feminist senses were tingling going well fuck that it's fucking abuse and then I was like wait rethink this Elizabeth because I know people who are using the full name you're in trouble (laughs) (laughs) I've been using it at the start of episodes and none of you have commented on it yet that's that's your choice but like you said that in a very yeah look this is this is mum lecture type and I was like you know people who have been accused of assault for something that was very not assaulty or didn't actually happen at all. So reframe what you're listening to with that kind of frame, which made me be a lot more open to it and go, hang on, she has a point. And she still – it was quite – Good because he got her on because he was a massive fan of her work, but they ended up butting heads a lot. Um, Which is what I love about this. Well, podcast. yeah, I loved it because they were kind of, you know, she even apologized at the end for getting shirty. She's like, oh, I'm sorry I got annoyed. I hope I didn't speak to you poorly. And he's like, I hope that you still think I'm the person that you thought I was. <laughs> um, and yeah, the fact that it was discussion where two people were telling what they knew and what they thought without telling the other person that they were wrong mm. is what I dug about this podcast. I didn't listen to that episode. Mm-hmm. I listened to an episode with Joe. Joe? Joe. Rogan? Joe. <laughs> I can't no imagine. last name. Oh. Because Joe. Needs He's to a remain pot anonymous. farmer. Oh, oh cool. Nice. He's gone legal now, but right. he was non-legal for a long time. And yeah, so he was there. They were just talking about kind of the history of of that, like how he got into it, and like because he started dealing when he was thirteen, just because he was the only one who was willing to do that, not yeah. just. Did they get into the history of marijuana illegalization and all that? Not too much into that. Are Um, you familiar with that whole thing? Yes, mostly. Yeah. Um, Because that's fascinating. Yeah, mostly they got into stuff like uh, like the difficulty of having a crop that's still technically illegal even Mm. though you have a permit that is going yeah. to come in in eight months. Yeah. Well, even when it was legal statewide, you yeah. could still the feds could still seize come in, any assets. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. So there they went through a lot of that weird thing going on. I don't know. He probably experienced this, but because you you had to take cash at one point, and then you you had all this cash, and you weren't like allowed to bank it in the normal way because of what the feds how they were interfering. So you basically had to hire security guards. To yeah. guard your cash oh and then gosh. like transported it, but yeah, it was. I don't know if it's quite as wild as it is. As no, it was not back now, then, but, because but, again, now it is more legal and more mainstream. And the problem, the problem he said is that is Jeff like, Sessions gone? Is he the fuck? Is he <laughs> fucked off yet? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> is it, the problem was that all these people who had been doing it, who had these farms, who had this system, basically because of the hard legal process they ended up getting ousted mm. and the and big 
farming yeah. has basically moved yeah. in to fill those gaps uh, in in this newly legal market. Yeah. So, which yeah. my conspiratorial mind sort of wonders, you know, was this always the plan? Like Big Pharma was against this because they knew it was going to get a lot of people off prescription pain pills and so they were just formulating how can we take over the pot industry now that we know that oh, it's growing. I can see how you think I said pharma. I said farming. Oh. Like Monsanto, <laughs> etc. Because um, that's something near and dear to my heart, mm. being the son of a farmer. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was really interesting. He's not the best interviewer but he's very into talking mm. to his uh, to his guests. So I, w- I would say I probably like some of the other podcasts that you've mentioned before more than this one because mm. this one feels like he doesn't – I don't know, like it's, it has less direction. He was a little mm. bit approval-seeking in yeah, the yeah, episode like, that I had. Do you, like, do you think I'm cool? Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Like, at like the you're end, pretty cool. Am I, am yes, I cool by association? That's exactly what I got by yeah. the end where he's like, I hope you still like me. <laughs> um, Laura Kipnis was the name of the girl ah, that I spoke yeah. to. I thought it was important to – I spoke to. I spoke to her. <laughs> I saw your mate Daniele Bolelli was on one He's of the, the latest yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of crossover. Yeah. Um, so I haven't s- subscribed to this one, but I, I'm, I'm going to listen to a few more episodes just mm. to see if it grows on me mm. um, because it, it was very interesting, uh, but it didn't, it didn't catch me like some of the other ones have. Mm. I shan't be subscribing, but I will be having a look through and seeing which blurbs of episodes appeal to me mm. when All I right. have nothing else to listen to. Great. Well that's, then, that's it. We need to move on to recommendations. We do, Zane. What are you recommending for us <laughs> this time? I'm recommending ologies. 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 Like cast ology. Uh yes, maybe Ish? when we're famous enough, she will have us on to talk about podcasts. But usually, she gets much more qualified people to on to talk about. And who is this? She. 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 She is Ali Ward. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I just wasn't prepared for the question. Look, I know her because, <laughs> of course, she's done a podcast with Georgia Hardstuck from My Favourite Matter. They used to do a podcast, I think it's called The Slumber Party, so I'm quite aware of Ali Ward. <laughs> uh, so this uh, this podcast does have a little bit in common with one that I've recommended before, which was Flash Forward. Ah. In the sense that it kind of picks a science topic and then... An ology. And then goes all the way with it to tell you as much as you can about it. This one is a little less formal, a little more kind of casual, friendly. Like Ali Ward is is very much putting her personality into into the the episode with a little bit that she interjects and she kind of talks directly to the audience, going, "Okay, so I didn't know anything about this, and I made an idiot of myself by asking this question." And then she goes on and plays the episode where she oh, the interview where she asks that question. It's very good. Um, so the most recent episodes, like I picked your episodes out, the ones that I was recommending to you, a fair while ago. Mm-hmm. So just go through and pick out one cool. that you would like mm-hmm. because Ludology is the second most recent one, Patrick, and that's video games. Um, <laughs> etymology, the one before that, which of course is Word Origins. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some really interesting ones uh, like Matrimoniology, which is marriage. Yeah. Uh, Biogerontology, which is aging. Uh Uh, Chelonology, 
which is sea turtles. I was like, cellos? about cellos. <laughs> <laughs> Testudinology. Tortoises. I was going to say test tubes. <laughs> Me too. Let's just say what it sounds like, right, Patrick? <laughs> or snow hydrology. What a snow. <laughs> Avalanches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. So, yeah, there's a lot of really interesting things. Uh, entomophagy anthropology. Well, entomology, entomophagy. is like bugs, isn't it? En- yeah, entomophagy anthropology. And then what's phagy? And anthropology is like human studies, mm-hmm. well, bugs and humans. Eating bugs. Colonies. Eating oh. bugs. Oh, you yeah. know what? I feel really proud of myself for yeah, getting well part done. of that well etymology done. done. <laughs> and that's, that's a lot of what this is about. Is like It brings like little interesting tidbits from – all around um, like the scientific community and like it really personalizes them because Ali Ward does kind of ask the dumb questions that everyone's like, so, all right, sea turtles, let's talk about their dicks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because they've got weird. Let's talk about how delicious they're supposed to be. Let's not Uh, They do talk about that. Yeah. Um, Turtles and tortoises are apparently just the most delicious things. I honestly don't know why I'm so oh no about that when I'm the biggest carnivore in the world, but I am. (laughs) I'm such a hypocrite. It's because we're talking about how pretty and how pretty their faces are and then we eat them. But Pete's faces Um, are cute Does anyone have Tasman Turtle, that children's book? No. No. It's fantastic. Is it wonderful? Oh, it was amazing. Amazing. Beautiful. So, yeah, um, the ones I did pick out for you a while ago, I picked out uh, Calology for you, Liz, which was uh, Beauty Standards. Oh, hello, yes. Um, and for Pat, it was Salacomorphology, which was sharks. Cool. But um, like I said, if something else piques your fancy, pick that because it's pretty very consistent quality. Um Again, sometimes she's in the room with someone, sometimes she's on location with people, sometimes it's on Skype. So the audio quality can can vary a little bit, but it's never it's never too difficult to listen to. And it's very it's very edited, so it's it's not terrible. Cool. We Great. shall listen. So I'll go next because Patrick's next. still choosing what he No, I've got it. I'm just okay. I'm leading the charge. So I'm I'm saying you go next. <laughs> Thank you so much so for throwing to me, Patrick. Um so I found this podcast because I was listening to Imagined Life and at the end of Imagined Life they had an advertisement for this. So it is from Wondery, the same network that does Imagined Life and it is a very similar vibe. So if you dug Imagined Life, you will like this podcast. It is I called did dig it. Excellent. Did you subscribe though? Mm, no. Are you going to? <laughs> We shall see. <laughs> so this one's called One Plus One. And what it does is it examines famous partnerships through history. Now, that could be musical partnerships. That could be sporting partnerships. That could be science partnerships. That could be anything. Um, what I got very excited about because I am a very big, huge, massive Beatles fan is that the first – few episodes because they do it in a series. So like each partnership they give about six episodes to and then a seventh which is a question and answer. I skip that episode. I don't like it. Um, But it's uh, six episodes on the partnership and stories of the ebbs and flows of that partnership. The first one they did was Lennon-McCartney which I was so happy about. And look, 
I know most things about the Beatles simply because I have watched Anthology, the six or seven hour TV series many times. However, this particular podcast drilled down into some detail that I had not been aware of um, and some kind of emotional touchstones that got me very sad. And some, and they use like musical clips. So of course you're listening to them and hearing the story about them writing this particular song, and then they'll play part of it. And then I remember how much I love that song. Um, so yeah, it's got a very imagined life feel to it in the in the way that the narrative is presented. Um, and yeah, they've talked about doing in the future like Beyonce and Jay Z and. Um, oh, I can't think of the rest of them, but they're not all celebrities, which is right, what I liked. Yeah. It's, this, it's a very early on podcast, so they're only into the second series at the moment. So the first seven episodes were about Lennon McCartney. The second, I think they're only on to about episode two of the second series. Um, and there are, I think it's Kobe, it's a basketball one. Kobe Bryant? Yeah, but I don't know who his partner is. I don't, it I don't, could be his adversary. I don't do sports. Let me find out for you. But, um, yeah, they're going to go on and do different partnerships. So I listened to the first couple of episodes and subscribed uh, pretty much straight away. Kobe and Shaq. Yeah, I okay, guess. Yeah. Kobe and Shaq. Um, subscribe straight away. But this is going to be one that I'm going to dip into depending on which partnerships I'm interested to learn more about. So yeah, yeah. being that there's only one and a half partnerships so far, I've recommended you both listening to all of the Lennon McCartney episodes. Mm-hmm. Each one's about 30 minutes long. So if you listen to all six, you're looking at about three hours of story. Oh, um, pulling a Patrick. Uh, no, it will be four hours Terrible. if it's Patrick. <laughs> um, but what I, what I liked about this as well is that it's not all linear as well. So they'll jump back and forth to important things and how they affected later on. So give it a listen. See what you thought. Hit me in the feels. I hope it hits you somewhere around the feels. I'll see if I Hit have any right feels. Back in have the you feels. got feels left? <laughs> Has the world beaten away all of your feels? Probably. I don't think so. We were angry enough about Jordan Peterson. You should check out the Feels Jones. Club. Is, is that a podcast? No, it's a band. Oh. Ben manages them. Right. <laughs> Okay, Patrick, but what are you recommending? This time I'm recommending the fifth column. Oh. Which is three journalists. Oh, hello. Uh, Matt Welch, who is an editor-at-large at Reason Magazine. Michael Moynihan, who's a national correspondent for Vice News. And Camille Foster, who's a partner at Freethink Media. And the reason I got into this was because of Camille Foster. I've heard him on, I think initially it was We The People Live. He was often a panellist on that show. Wasn't he on Thaddeus? He could have been. At some point, I'm pretty sure that my episode ran into the one with him on it and I listened to about half of it. Yes. Yeah. So I've always been intrigued by Camille and then wondered if he had his own podcast and then lo and behold, of course he does. Um, so I've only just recently started listening to this. Um, so I don't really know if I can recommend with any certainty any particular episode for each of you. But I was mentioning to Zane before we began recording that um, he might be interested in Andrew Yang because I've heard Andrew Yang on Rogan's podcast. I think he's he's either a Democrat or an Independent and he's running uh, for the presidency sort of on the universal basic income platform. Right. So, what's the what's the premise? Oh, of this okay. Podcast? So, Sorry? it's three journalists. Sometimes they get a guest on, and they sit around and sort of shoot the shit. I think they're sort of drinking half the time, and they're r- responding to 
popular news stories, what's happening on oh, Twitter, okay. what's happening cool. on it's it's sort of just a, a, a yeah a very loose reflection um, or looking like a back on non comedic. It is project. sort of funny. Like they all they all sort of joke around. Like mm. um, so it's not like they're devoid of humor, but mm. they're all also serious journalists mm. and correspondents. So it's sort of like a meshing of those two things together. I imagine you cool. do something similar with your journo mates. You yeah. know, on a Friday. Well, I used to. Now I've gone over to the dark side of communications, but I'm still a journo at heart. I swear. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you could appreciate this sort of. I do. I talk about this kind of stuff. I mean, I'm sure you do too. Just in the bar with mates drinking yeah. talking about and this, stuff that's that the happens. sort of vibe that I get um with this but it, it is also just a little bit more I, I guess refined because they're all switched on and they, they've got their finger on the pulse with this kind of thing so mm-hmm. it's like they're they're well versed in it I like it and so how long are these episodes roughly one hour-ish yeah nice yeah. that's short for you yeah I, I know. like it cool I'm short in general so <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that I am too. I think we're about the same height, aren't we? No, I'm shorter than you. Surely I'm shorter than you. You better be. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that has been Castology this week. I'd imagine unless there's anything else anyone wants to add. Well, I'm sure, I think you've got a few things that you need to add Well, there's a couple of things that I want to add. Yeah, you can check us out on Facebook. You can Mm. check us out on Instagram. And, and Twitter. Yes. And you can also go to our website, which, which is, is that's not canon.com forward slash castology. And what should people do with that information? Oh, what you should do with that information. <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Liz. What you should do with that information is uh, leave us a review, uh, maybe uh, five stars if you're feeling generous. <laughs> and then maybe also in that same review, Tell us what you want us to review. Yes, or contact us through any of those other methods that Patrick so neatly laid out for us. Um, anything and if not neat. Yes, it's very, very proper and professional. That's what we always say that about you, Pat. So <laughs> professional. That's and I will say I uh, thank you to everyone who has been submitting and reaching out. Like I've been having some really fun conversations with everyone mm. about yes. their podcast. I've enjoyed some of the correspondence. It's been been nice it's really yeah. nice and then after the few submissions that we've had we've been contacted by those podcasts and have little chats with their host and it's kind of interesting to to get to know the people who yeah absolutely do the podcasts that we're recommending yeah it's uh it, like it's, it's great to to meet podcasters just not within our own little network yeah but exactly like, it's a shame that they're so far away that we can't actually meet and I talk know. to them. I yeah. know. I completely wanted to go. Is there any sort of podcasting forum, networking summit. thing that happened? No, I mean on a local level in Brisbane. In Brisbane, no. There is an Ast- a couple of Australian kind of podcast festivals mm. that we're, the network there's is a, looking into. But there's yeah. a group on Facebook, a Brisbane podcasters group that, that I know I'm a part of because yep. I'm a Brisbane podcaster. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they chat about stuff. We should organise a meet-up. We should force everybody to go to a meet-up and socialise. If you're free on Wednesday nights, I highly encourage you to. I'm never free on Wednesday nights and at uh-huh. the moment neither are you. Mm-hmm. So Yes. <laughs> but yep. one day we shall lead the podcasting It actually network. won't be too far away. It's only, what, like four weeks until our Wednesday nights are no longer Except for the show nights. We're all in a show, guys, all three of us that's I guess, coming up. Sure, let's plug it now. I'm going to do it. It's Cluedo. Yeah, Cluedo. Cluedo. The interactive game. Yeah, yeah so yeah. we just basically all get to be a bunch of characters out of Cluedo and you can solve a murder that happens. I only get to be one of them. Well, I only get to be. But you get to be the best But between one. the three <laughs> of us, we are a couple Yes, of we characters. are a few. Mm. Yes. So Colonel Mustard. And I'm Madam Peacock. 
And I'm understanding for green and plum, and I'll also be guiding you around as Jack Cobalt. Jack You're Cobalt. the blue one. I couldn't remember what colour you were there. Cobalt. No. Yeah, Cobalt. he's he's Peacock's counterpart. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, if you're in Brisbane, look that up. Uh, it's on Facebook also. I think it's Try Booking. It's terribly fun. It is. It's it is. If you've ever, like, if you, like me, enjoy true crime, indulge yourself in some fake crime, but solve it. Yeah, that's the thing. You you get to take a chance at solving who did it. Yeah, and it's not just like your average murder mystery house game either. There's specific scenes that happen in different rooms, so you might see a scene that somebody else doesn't and you get together and you talk about what it's you true. saw. And it's no way to see it all. Figure out who done it. Yeah, you cannot see every scene, so you're going to have to chat about what evidence you saw. Or you just have to come back again and again and again until you see every scene. Yeah, that's what I'm making my friends do. Until then, keep listening to podcasts. Yes. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes. We're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because... Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh, yeah. Isn't it curious that every member of your family has a different voice? That a baby can recognize their mother's voice from inside the womb? That identical twins have the exact same vocal cords but usually don't sound similar? And teenagers can sense the tone of their dad's voice when he says, I'll think about it. Even over WhatsApp. I'll think about it. Let your family follow their curiosity with unlimited data when you bring everyone's plans together on Vodafone's multi-mobile red family plan. Get a third plan for only €15 per month. 12-month contract, €15 per month. Max speed, 10 megabits per second. Applies when you add Red Unlimited SIM only as a third plan with Red Family. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. Isn't it curious that every member of your family has a different voice? That a baby can recognise their mother's voice from inside the womb? That identical twins have the exact same vocal cords but usually don't sound similar? And teenagers can sense the tone of their dad's voice when he says... I'll think about it. Even over WhatsApp. I'll think about it. Let your family follow their curiosity with unlimited data when you bring everyone's plans together on Vodafone's multi-mobile red family plan. Get a third plan for only €15 per month. 12-month contract, €15 per month. Max speed, 10 megabits per second. Applies when you add red unlimited SIM only as a third plan with red family. See Vodafone.ie for full terms.